Well, after travelling across the world today, we're firmly in landlocked Britain to Loughborough today to talk to Libby Clegg. Hello, I'm Mark Shardlow. Welcome to Destination Tokyo. And today we talk Paralympics. Now, Libby is a blind sprinter. She won silver in Beijing and London, and she won double gold in the 100 and 200 metres in Rio, including breaking the world record. And what's more, she's a mum, and this time last year, she was a finalist on Dancing on Ice on ITV. So, hello and welcome, Libby Clegg. Hello. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. I'm doing really well. I'm glad that the weather's got a little bit better, the sun's shining, everything seems a little bit more hopeful. Yeah, are you feeling optimistic? I'm definitely feeling more optimistic now. Um, and tra- I've got a really good block of training in the bag at the minute, which is good. So I'm feeling a lot happier about everything in general, which is good. <laughs> How busy are you? I mean, you are one crazy woman, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> I'm always really busy. Um, I'm training a lot at the moment. I'm just preparing for some competitions. I've I've just put in a request today to compete in April, in the middle of April in Italy. So I'm hoping to go there. Um, but then obviously I'm a mum. That's just crazy. And Edward's like nearly two now. So he's just, he's becoming wild. <laughs> so, and I've just got, I'm doing a few other little bits and pieces outside of the track now. I do a little bit of mentoring in Leicester and New Parks at the moment, which I really enjoy. And I'm doing fitness classes in the evenings. So yeah, busy. What sort of mentoring are you doing? Um, I'm predominantly working with young people that have the really from sort of deprived backgrounds and just giving them an opportunity really to learn some of the skill set that I've had making good choices goal setting and you know having ambitions and aspirations really so I, I enjoy doing it that's amazing that sounds fantastic um I mean the other thing is that I saw you last summer you just finished Dancing on Ice, you were training, but you just moved house. Not only you <laughs> moved house, it was a renovation project. And you, registered blind, and your partner, Dan, registered blind, were, were just cracking on with it. Yeah. Walls falling everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's actually, the downstairs is pretty much done now. And Amazing. most of upstairs is done. So, yeah, we've, we've been really busy and we're just, you know, lockdown's actually been good in some ways because it's meant we've been able to just crack on and get, things done um but yeah no it's, it feels a lot more homely now it feels feels good very good now you said you've got uh, competition hopefully in april when did you last compete oh i feel like the last time i competed must have been at the world championships in 2019 in the november of 2019 so such a long time ago and um, because i didn't compete last year at all and yeah so it's it's been a while and there's a lot of things that have changed as well so um, there's like new rules around guide ropes and things like that that I've had to sort of try and work on um, that came in like the end of last year no not end of last year end of 2019 to do with um, some changes made there so it's it's been a bit of a a learning curve this past year to try and get to get to grips with the, some of the new changes with that so it's not easy it's re- really difficult with the the new guide rope regulations that they've brought in so realistically because you just given birth ahead of 2019 really hadn't I? I don't know how it was about four months old was he when something you something like there. that yeah so you old. haven't competed an awful lot since winning double gold in no. rio I've hardly competed at all. So um, 
obviously after Rio, I was struggling with my mental health. So in 2017, I decided not to race. In 2018, um, both my guide runners ended up getting injured. So I really struggled to have a full season. And then I, I knew I was pregnant, but obviously not everybody else did. Um, then obviously had Edwards and then tried to come back quite quickly and um, I had a few competitions after he was born but not enough to get me race fit and race ready and that's really really important um getting those competitions in not not just um just more really for sort of the training element and going through the motions of performance really. Those mental health struggles were they related to coming down from the double gold medal winning experience and then getting back into normal life? I'd say so. I mean, I had such a, my ambition was to always win one Paralympic gold medal and I won two. So it was an absolute dream come true. I couldn't, couldn't have asked for more, to be honest. Um, but when I came home and, you know, I had a little bit of downtime, I realised that I didn't know where I wanted to go next, what I wanted to do. I didn't know whether I wanted to carry on doing athletics. I just didn't know who I was as a person. And I think that's where I really, really struggled to sort of bring myself back and sort of know myself really and it was it was tough it took me a long time even now I'm still not the same person I was then it's left its mark on me definitely really in what way I'm probably just not I mean I don't feel as confident as I was back then and I've found it harder to be like happy I used to be a really happy person all the time and it at the moment I feel I feel much more optimistic now and I'm in a much better place but I'm not as bubbly as I used to be and silly and witty <laughs> I've lost a bit of that oh you're still witty that's for sure I don't know sure. about that <laughs> um, I mean even with things like dancing on ice which must have done wonders for your confidence you still you still doubt yourself in places yeah like dance on ice was great a great confidence booster for me and it get, put me in front of a different um audience which was amazing and I really really enjoyed it it's just you know I think it's just having that self-belief and I think I've I think I've lost that I'm getting it back though I can tell (laughs) that's good what about lockdown I mean a lot of people have struggled Mm. mentally with lockdown how have you been and what have you learned perhaps along the journey that's helped you over the last 12 months I think lockdown's definitely been tough and especially you know, initially at the beginning, I, I was really low and had no motivation, especially as soon as I found out the Paralympics weren't happening. I was just like, ugh. Because to be honest with you, Mark, I was planning on retiring last September. Like, I was just like, oh, I've got six months left. Get it done. You know, carry on enjoying being a mum and have more family time. So for me, I was really gutted that it didn't happen. But, you know, it's given me time to sort of re- reflect and even though we've not had an opportunity to go and experience new things, it's given me an opportunity to explore more about who I am as a person and what kind of things I'd, I'd like to do after sport. I mean, I'm still not 100% sure, but, you know, I'm just a little bit more open-minded. And even though I really obviously enjoy, you know, athletics, I really realise that there's way more important things going on in the world um, than just sport, even though I do love it. What about this year then where are you at I'm still pretty I'm still pretty unfit I've got a long way to go before the Paralympics but for me I think just being able to put my best performance down as long as I can finish knowing that 
I've put my best performance down and hopefully ran better than ever ran before, I think I'll be happy with whatever happens, whether I'm on the top of the podium or dead last, um, because I've got, you know, my family, which are really important to me and they're my priority and, you know, they're my absolute world and I wouldn't, you know, I don't know what I'd do without them. So, yeah, sport, sport secondary now, which is good. It's healthier. I hope I'd like to go out on high. Um but, you know, I'm just going to, my life's completely changed, especially after having Edward, like, he literally is the centre of my universe now, whereas before it was sport. So things have changed a lot, but, you know, I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to train hard and, you know, I'm looking forward to competing this year, hopefully getting into some nice warm weather. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to put down the same performance as what I did in Rio. I just have to that wait would and be see. amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be amazing. Nice warm weather. I don't know about nice. It's certainly going to be warm. Well, hot and humid weather. You like that, do you? You like a bit of heat? Mm, I like a little bit of heat. I, to be honest, I like going away to compete just because I get an opportunity to get into the zone and I feel like my preparation's a lot better when I'm not in the UK. I, I'm not as good at preparing for competitions in the UK as I'm abroad. I think it's just because all those day-to-day distractions aren't around when you when you go away. So that's that's really what I like doing it, and you know, get to chill out in a in a hotel, and you know, yes, have so someone else cook for you. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, the restrictions then that might be in place in Tokyo, where you can't really leave your village, and maybe restrictions on leaving the room. That's going to suit you down to a T, is it? Well, I'm going to be really honest. You know, when we obviously go to um, world championships or Paralympics or anything, we don't actually get to see much of the country itself anyway. It, it's literally, you know, the airport, the track, and if you're in a Paralympic village, you literally see your room and maybe the food hall. You don't really see much else. So it's not actually going to be that much different from normal in terms of that side of things. It just depends what additional restrictions they put in place, maybe around getting your food, air transport, going to and from venues, that kind of thing that you know, it's going to be different. And obviously, if we don't have a crowd, that's going to be really tough. Because I know for me, I really thrive on having a crowd. I love it. Love the atmosphere. I'm going to leave you because you've got a two-year-old to sort out, dogs to walk, house to renovate, um, mentorees to look after, um, training to do, of course. And you've got another new venture which is six o'clock or three nights a week. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I've been I've been doing some, well, I've just started actually this week, doing some fitness classes in the evenings, to be honest, to try and help me get back into shape again, uh, back into dance and eye shape. We need to drop a bit of weight, just like most people during lockdown. Um, and it's just a bit of fun as well, to be honest. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. The group we had on last night were great and... It just gives people an opportunity to sort of get to know me as well as a person, not just, you know, media Livy. <laughs> oh, so it's live, it's live, it's is live. it? And you're like Joe Wicks type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's live. So, you know, we oh, have... Amazing, train with a double gold medal <laughs> at the Paralympics in Rio. Yeah, Fantastic. so it's it's good fun. And um, yeah, and it's just, it's nice just to bring people together. We've had people that have done exercise before and people that have never done it before. So it's, it's a good opportunity to... No, for me to meet different people as well it's great and are you planning the exercises as well yes i've been planning the sessions as well dan's been giving me a hand because obviously he does this all the time so for for him you know it's second nature so i've I've had some tips off him and he's came and given me a hand a couple of times just to 
check that I'm uh, I'm instructing people properly. (laughs) Well, Libby, that's great to hear from you. Talk to you again soon. Thank you. Cheers, Mark. Libby Clegg, double gold medal winner at the Rio Paralympics in 2016, aiming for Tokyo 2021. Now, just a reminder that I'm making these podcasts to raise money for Maggie's Cancer Centres. If you want to donate, then please look at my show notes or go to justgiving.com and search Destination Tokyo. Maggie's offer practical and emotional support for those on the cancer journey. And uh, that's it for me for today and for this week. I'm having a day off tomorrow and I am back on Monday with a very special programme for International Women's Day. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.